Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out the CW reboot, Roswell, New Mexico. So stay tuned to the end to see if the reboot lives up to the OG. So what were your first thoughts about this show? I really liked it. I liked it because it's a classic CW show. I didn't watch the original Roswell, but I read some synopses, some plot synopses online, and it's interesting that this is a reboot or kind of like a CW take on the show rather than a continuation of the show. So instead of it being, you know, Roswell 20 years later, it's just the story again, but CWified with a more diverse cast and bringing in some social issues and it being a little bit punchy on the drama, though the original one seems like it had a lot of juicy teen drama in it too. So I liked it. What about you? I thought it was interesting. I'm always down for a new sci-fi series. And with this series, we have three aliens who've crash landed near Roswell, New Mexico. So that's fun because they have some pretty interesting uh, superpowers that I think we're going to learn more about. I kind of have mixed feelings. So you brought up the fact that CW is doing another series in the same vein that they typically do. And this is another reboot pretty recently after they just rebooted Charmed. So I'm wondering if their new formula of just pretty teenagers or pretty young people in a drama is now going to be pretty young people in a rebooted storyline as a drama. I don't hate it. I just love, uh, I just love teen drama. And it's interesting because I didn't like it when I was younger, maybe because I produced enough drama on my own, but I just eat it up now. So who were your favorite characters causing this drama? I wouldn't say it was my favorite characters causing the drama. It was more that they immediately jumped into the meat of the show. I felt like that was something that was missing from Passage, where we kept wanting more from it, you know, lean into the campy nature of doing a show about vampire zombies. Similarly with this show, they have this campy premise of aliens crash landing in this town, and they really leaned into it. So within the first few minutes, the main character dies, and her former love interest brings her back to life because he's an alien, and then she gets this really dope kind of luminescent handprint on her chest as a result. And we find out that he is an alien, and he immediately confesses to his sister and his friend that they've been found out because there are three aliens in that town. So Max is the alien who confesses kind of what's going on to our main character, Liz. And I really appreciated how quickly he just straight up revealed everything to her and the audience where he was like, look, here's my little hidden cave cavern. These are the three little pods me and my siblings came out of. We're aliens. Now you know I got some healing magic powers, probably some other powers you don't even know about. Calm down. My glowing rainbow tattoo won't kill you, but you better not tell anyone. Slash I love you. (laughs) Slash I love you. Truly, that's what happened. So to back up a little bit further than that wonderful recap, just a quick breakdown of the show. Liz is a scientist who was a researcher in Denver and moves back 
to New Mexico because the guy needed money for the wall, I think is how they described it. So it sounds like some government money was redirected from a lab doing important science things to a wall we don't need. So she starts working at the Crashdown Cafe where her father is undocumented. So they get some flack from the town for that. And her sister killed someone or harmed someone because she drove drunk. So basically, her family is not the most popular in town. So she's dealing with some stuff. And then she runs into Max, who saves her life the night that they meet in the diner again. Or when did they see each other before then? Oh, he tried to pull her over. Yeah, they met a little bit before earlier that day. Yeah, so basically the show is her navigating re-entering life in Roswell, New Mexico, and they make some interesting comparisons between aliens and the slur aliens for immigrants because Mm -hmm. there's a moment where Max's sister, Isabel, basically says, you know, they give aliens a bad name or something. And it's funny that the show makes the point that three literal aliens are having an easier time in New Mexico right now (laughs) than three immigrants because they appear white. And so there's some interesting stuff happening there. But yeah, so it's her navigating New Mexico. Can we back up to when Max saved her life and he played it off by just squirting some ketchup on her shirt and being like, oh, you just fell and spilt some ketchup. That's not blood. Don't worry. I mean, she was forced to ignore the clear bullet hole in her dress because people shot into her diner either as retaliation because her father's undocumented or as retaliation for the, I think it was the anniversary of her sister dying, driving under the influence and killing other people while under the influence. So she was shot, died, he heals her, and then he squirts ketchup on her in a last ditch effort for her to not notice that she died. I don't think she bought it, but she was like, you know what, I am alive. So I guess I have to accept the fact that I wasn't actually shot. Also, sometimes you just have those wild days where you're like, fine, okay, sure, moving on. How did you feel about their chemistry? I think they get along really well. I think they make a believable couple. I think that speaks well to the the actors because to be honest, I don't think any of the dialogue really stood out in terms of their relationship. But I think the two actors, they have that it factor that make them a believable couple. Totally. My understanding is that there's going to be a love triangle, and that's teased a bit in the pilot where Kyle, her old boyfriend, and Max, the alien cop slash former flame, both are introduced as potential lovers for her. She makes out with Kyle. Kyle is the one that notices the handprint when she takes off her jacket um, because she did not notice a glowing handprint on her own chest. So I felt the chemistry there between her and Kyle, but I just thought the chemistry between Liz and Max was just off the charts. It was so good. That's the relationship you're rooting for? I don't think I'm rooting for anyone yet, but for a CW show, which usually is just high drama, fun, juicy, they just had such a believable chemistry to me that I found myself really wrapped up in the moments where they were just even just looking at each other. There was so much there. I can see that. I think they are very believable. Although I want to switch over to something that really interests me a lot more than these relationship (laughs) dynamics. Not that that juicy love triangle issue isn't uh, of interest to our listeners. Fair. 
But to the more sci-fi alien aspects, Mm -hmm. what did you think of the idea of a shady government agency trying to find out more about these aliens? I liked it a lot. I think that, you know, we'd have to have a bit of hubris as people not to think that there are aliens out there. I'm not saying big green people that are coming to attack us, but for sure there are signs of life out there. And I'm sure our government has documented something or other that they're not telling us. So I always love taking in any kind of alien content. So I'm all about the nefarious government body that is investigating traces of alien life in Roswell. If aliens are among us, say like here in the United States, Mm -hmm. would you want to know about them or would you want to stay ignorant? That's such a good question. Can I control the consequences? No. If I never had to be subpoenaed or testified or captured and kidnapped and interrogated by the government about it, then I would love to know. I would not need to know any of the aliens personally. I personally don't want those problems. But if I did have those potential consequences, then I have no interest in knowing. Ignorance is bliss, and I would be completely satisfied with Reddit. Okay, next question. If you saw someone, let's just say you were just chilling at their apartment, and then they chugged a bottle of nail polish remover, (laughs) how would you react? I would think that they were trying to poison themselves. But what BJ is referring to, listeners, is the aliens, for some reason, regenerate using a nail polish bottle. In the OG series, they drank hot sauce. And in this series, they drink nail polish, which what was the inspiration for that again, BJ? So we never mentioned this, but Roswell, New Mexico is based off of a book series. And the writers have the rights to the book series, but not the previous TV series. So they can't make direct references to that show, which used hot sauce. And so one of the writers was basically like, what can the aliens use to regenerate? Looked around their room and saw a bottle of nail polish remover. And that was their inspiration for the script. The same stuff people use to scrub off crazy glue and remove nail polish regenerates aliens. Yeah, literally that tears apart stuff and will burn you, strengthens them. So it seems like Max and... Isabel and Michael, for that matter, are not really hiding their alien past very strongly. Because when Max walks Liz out to the desert to see their pod, it was just in a little cave behind a door that you could move. It wasn't even attached to the cave, right? So that means, you know, so in this universe, aliens are not really trying too hard to cover up their track. So what would you do if you saw some alien stuff go down? Are you calling the government? Are you jumping in? Are you taking pictures for the gram? How are you handling it? Hmm. So I have two possible responses. Okay. If I'm already friends with the alien and then find out that you're an alien, I'm all in. Yeah, you're a very loyal friend. Yeah, like ride or die. Now I know you can heal me if things go sour. True. Like, let's do this. <laughs> if I don't have a personal connection to the aliens, I am moving to a new state and starting over. That's the right answer. I was scared you were going to say I'm calling the cops or the government on them. Oh, I would never get the government involved. My biggest fear is witnessing a crime because I never want to have to testify about anything to anyone. That's fair. That's a good way to live life. Crime free. Yes. I mean, I'll never commit a crime, but I also never, ever, ever want to witness. So immigration is dope. Want to know which immigrant I'm obsessed with? Yes. Trevor Noah. 
I'm listening to Born a Crime, stories from a South African childhood, and swoon, this man can write. And good news for our listeners, this episode is brought to you by Audible, so you can listen to that book free with a 30-day trial membership. Well, I'm taking a more literal interpretation of this episode and recommending the Alien series, a novelization of the movies, because aliens are cool. So you can go to audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod and browse the unbeatably dope selection of audio programs, download a free title, and start listening. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod for your free audiobook. Happy listening! So what are you looking forward to in the next couple episodes like what do you hope happens with the whole idea of Liz now being in on this secret she's a scientist so I think there might be an interesting angle there with what she can discover about them I know you and I have dissected many a show's poor science but if we're able to suspend our disbelief I think some fun stuff will happen there especially because in the original one They're all high schoolers, so Liz is not armed with the same amount of knowledge or the same knowledge base. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil anything, but they find out things later about their DNA that's kind of weird. And so maybe if Liz is part of that discovery in this go around, that could be really cool. And I'm looking forward to, again, this is connected to spoilers, so I won't say exactly, but I'm also looking forward to their alien roots because in the synopsis i read online there's some cool stuff happening with why they're on earth and what's happening where they're from so that's actually what i was going to say i haven't read any of the spoilers but i do want to find out more about their heritage like who are the other aliens maybe still out there maybe we can learn more about their home world and why they showed up on earth So I think their background and history would be something I'd want to learn more about in future episodes. Agreed. Yeah. So you ready to go to our final ratings for Roswell, New Mexico? Yes. Beach, what is your final rating for this show? So interestingly enough, listeners, kind of preview to our final ratings, they're going to be a little bit opposite where I was the one looking forward to this show and suggested we review it. But I think I like it less than Me Too does. I loved it. I would watch while doing laundry. Actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna say that much. I will read the recaps on Wikipedia. Oh man, that distant. So you're interested in the story, but not at all interested in spending the time to watch it unfold. Exactly. I want to know more about Max and his siblings and the aliens. I want to know more about what kind of drama Liz is going to be roped into now that she's in on this secret. But as I was telling Me Too while we were watching this, I really thought this was a half hour show. (laughs) (laughs) Even though CW has not set a precedent for having half hour shows, it just didn't hook me in for a full hour. So for me personally, even though the concept is really interesting, I will give it one more episode. But as of this pilot, I don't have the energy to invest in this as a regular show. But I will try one more episode when I'm feeling a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) And if it doesn't catch me after episode two, I'm just going to read the weekly summaries. What about you? I would watch again seriously. For our viewers who are obsessed with CW shows and for our sci-fi viewers and everyone at those intersections, 
I think that you would like this show. It's peak melodrama. It's peak CW content with hot young people who are going through problems that aren't that serious or are sometimes that serious and then it's hyped up. It's just fun TV. I think it's a great show to kick back and watch and just see how the drama unfolds. There's a cool love triangle coming between Liz and Kyle and Max. Isabel and her husband have a really interesting thing going on where I think he's a submissive to her dom. So that's dope to watch. And then Michael, who's a friend of Max's and Isabel's, has this weird love-hate thing happening with this character named Alex, who's introduced late in the episode, where they despise each other, but then made out. So I'm all in on all this juicy content. You're invested. I'm invested in the story. You can keep me updated. I would say that if you're just interested in juicy drama, I would recommend Riverdale over this at least season one and two riverdale yeah because this starts to get weird yes well guys if you're looking for other shows to watch because maybe you're not into alien dramas featuring hot people on the cw why wouldn't you be you can head to our website thepilotpodcast.com and you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher radio and be sure to leave us a review and a rating it really means a lot a five-star rating specifically you can follow us on twitter and on instagram at the pilot pod you can like us on facebook at the pilot podcast you can send fanfic show suggestions feedback any thoughts and feelings to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com and you can also find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.